How's that? Is any better? You seem to have your sentences finishing. a long finishing. sentence. Yeah. Tell us about what you had for breakfast very slowly. I had eggs and a bagel and um, some Swiss cheese. Yeah, that, that was perfect. That was great. Perfect. Actually, sound pretty good, too. So I just need to pronunciate and talk slower? Is that what you're saying? Um, well, I don't know. No, it sounded it's like a technical, yeah, technical difficulty, but it doesn't hurt to speak like a normal human being. I try. I just get excited. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Brogan. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And we're all trying desperately in the poor Grit City Podcast Discord channel is just getting us like trying to like get this app that Scott decided <laughs> to use and uh, uh, to back up like record. Like we tested it like what? Like an hour and a half before. Yes. We and it worked. It. Yes. And so now it's just not doing anything that we want it to do. So that's pretty awesome. Where's Derek? Derek could probably fix it. I know. Derek, Derek knows how to use it. told us about it. I know. I know. So, well, he's now playing uh, apparently something called Hades, because I can see that on our Discord channel. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> you guys, too, can join uh, our Discord channel by going to gridcitypodcast.com. That's always fun. And uh, you can also see all the other stuff that we do over there, including our <laughs> <That's a mess. laughs> Patreon and shit. Oh, what the hell, man. We do not adapt and overcome very well our IT problems. <laughs> nope. We're still just trying this stupid thing, aren't we? Hey, but That's okay. Two minutes after 12. So, I mean, it's not like we're... It's not like huh? we're we did start late. on time. Yeah. And we got some people listening in on us. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a miracle. It's a miracle every time. <laughs> and with us today, we've got Chase Hutchinson from the Tacoma News Tribune. Chase, how you doing, man? Good. How are you all doing? Oh, you! God damn it! You sound way better than us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to bring out the big guns, flex with the the audio quality a little bit. I love it. I love it when our guests have better gear than we do. You can help us out by going to our Patreon and subscribing. <laughs> and get some fancy new shirts and shit. That, uh, all sorts of cool stuff that uh, Jeff's been making logos out of, man. You've been killing it, dude. Thank you. Having a lot of fun doing it. Well, speaking of great promotional uh -oh. items. Uh-oh. What? I heard Cosmic Bottles has got a Founders mug that they're going to give <laughs> to the podcast. Oh, shit. All of the proceeds of that Founders mug to whichever listener buys it goes directly to the podcast. Oh, really? I heard Ooh. that. I know the guy. Wow. And yeah, no, it's a real thing. 
like any listener, they're 250 bucks. They get them 30% off ear, like growler, or well, off of glasses of beer. Basically, it's a big fat mug, right? These mugs are pretty <laughs> cool. They got your name on them. You can customize them, say whatever you want, as long as it's family friendly. Uh, get you 30% off of anything that goes in that mug. So if you want to, you come in, your mug's up on the wall, you say, hey, I'm Rogan, and I bought that mug. And you get that mug, and any thing you are served from the taps is 30% off whether you drink it in that mug or not. It also gives you 25% off any growler and crowler fills for the rest of your life. Nice. Right? I already got good mine. Deal for 250 bucks, but you have to drive to Covington. Unless you live there and then you're already home. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like right there. Like, or if you're on your way to Snoqualmie or on your way back from Snoqualmie or whatever, you can stop by, get a hot dog, get a cheap beer for the rest of your life until you're an old man. You've been you've been making some interesting uh hot dog concoctions lately. I mean, we talked about it last week, but then you put out a uh, red beans and rice one. That thing was delicious. Was it? It got some hate though. It caught some hate from my southerners. Really? Oh, they're like, "What are you doing? That thing's an abomination." I'm like, really? I see what I do with the gumbo dog. Oh no, the gumbo <laughs> dog. What the f- <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh. Oh, it was really good. I mean, it's just all Red beans is is a bean. It's just like chili, really. It's just oh. bean chili. It was delicious. The rice really made it work. It was mm. nice and spicy and garlicky. It was wonderful. Right, and we talked about big fat and We talked about Popeyes. Popeyes does it right, even for the portion. Sometimes they just go to Popeyes to get the side of uh, red beans and rice because I don't like a lot of spicy stuff. I just can't handle it. But that is just the right amount. Yeah, well, red beans and rice shouldn't blow you out of the water with its spiciness. Oh, okay. You put hot sauce on that, and then that's that's where you go with it. (laughs) But seeing is that I have to worry about all the real sensitive bellies here in Washington State. Thank you. Most of our Cajun food will not be particularly (laughs) spicy. Well, I mean, just ask for some hot sauce, and we'll get you that Boudreaux pipe cleaner that we put on those tacos that one day. Dude, (laughs) didn't Jeff almost crap his pants on the way home? I think so. <laughs> yes, there was a traffic jam. Some fucker crashed his car, and it was like a photo finish, man. I had like oh. my pants down, coming in the front door. It was, it was hard, dude. I still have that bottle of hot sauce, and I look at it every now and again, and I just giggle. Do not want that, man. Oh, uh, so Chase. So anyway, that, yeah. we'll, we'll have that information at com. We'll share it on the website, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Maybe and Jeff also make a sweet graphic for it. And yep. Like uh, like uh, both Cosmic Bottles or is it just Cosmic Bottle? What, how, Cosmicbottles.com. Yeah. Cool. And perfect. If you just want to buy a Founders mug and you don't want to help the podcast out. That's fine, you know, too, I guess. You can buy it through the website. Nice. <laughs> and say that's what you bought it for. Although then we're going to sell like six for the podcast. So I'll feel bad. Steal a bunch <laughs> of money from us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to so Chase. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. So you write for the TNT Tacoma News Tribune. Yeah, indeed. Uh, primarily arts and culture stuff, though, kind of a grab bag of everything. And uh, I see that you are on Twitter as well. Indeed, uh, I'm trying to gun for a different Twitter name, but right now it's just at Eclectic Hutch because that was all there was. <laughs> you just kind of get what you get. Try not to get yeah, any numbers exactly. on it or something like that. As long as you avoid like five numbers after it, you're doing fine. Don't look like a noob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So also you talk about um, 
Uh, HutchReviewStuff.com is a place that uh, people can go and check out some of your um, film articles. It looks like you're talking about, yeah, with like arts and stuff, a lot of it bending towards uh, the film side of things. Yeah, because I also pop into The Stranger up in Seattle now and again for a few film pieces here or there as well. Nice. Dude, I love The Stranger. I'm so glad that that's still a thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. They were they were going through some tough times, but they're still kicking. But everybody was, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin and I had a terrible uh, graveyard security gig at the bus station, <laughs> and there was always the stranger there. So we always had a stranger to read, and the personal ads in the stranger were—I mean—were the highlight at least once a week. <laughs> yeah, we got. Yeah, that was. Yeah, we worked at the Tacoma Dome station, the Tacoma Dome Park and Ride as security a long time ago. <laughs> How long did you do that for? About a year, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I got fired. Yeah, Brogan got <laughs> Brogan got canned because of a tattoo. <laughs> he totally got canned because of a tattoo. That was his uh, his uh, symbol on the what the back of your neck, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. My uh, my Japanese kanji that was supposed to say "powerful dragon" or some really weak thing that a nineteen <laughs> year old kid gets, but it really just says "really close love." Then it's incorrectly Aww. spelled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious! I have yeah, I have I had, I on the back of my neck and too. These really cheap security <laughs> guard outfits didn't breathe, so I had the the cellophane on the tattoo, and my back was sweating, and it was just I felt like I just had all of the horrible things that happen when you heal, <laughs> all hot. So I took the the uniform jacket off, and I was sitting in the office, and the security manager came around, and he gave me the read me the riot act about not wearing my uniform, and. And then fired me. So busted. Fuck that, <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yep, that's true. Fuck him. So anyway, he does not get a founder smug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've been around Tacoma for a while, Chase. How long have you uh, been in uh, Tacoma proper? Uh, it's been about six years now. I grew up in a small town in Idaho and decided to get the hell out of there as soon as I could, and really loved Tacoma and have stayed here ever since. Nice. Oh, that's like my story. <laughs> where are you from? from? Same area, um, Nevada. Where? Are you oh from? yeah. Uh it's technically Ketchum, Idaho, but more people recognize Sun Valley, Idaho. But that's like yeah. the oh, yeah. celebrity Arnold Schwarzenegger summer home town. We live in yeah. the the town over from there. I used to. Um, I lived in Twin Falls for a while. So I'm sorry. it was it was okay it's 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 actually really neat you have to find the things but like um like the bridge is really cool i've I've talked about this a few times but um it's like one of the only places in the in the country that you can just base jump from as long as the wind is the right way so so people go there and they get jobs like literally within walking distance um from the bridge so they can just jump over and over again so you get closer to your microphone Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so you can see some really, uh, really cool base jumping from there. So, yeah, I made fun of Twin Falls just there, but I actually had been underneath when they were doing some of that base jumping. And then there was one guy while we were in the water. He's like, "You're gonna want to get out of the way," because he <laughs> jumped off and then pulled a chute like maybe twenty feet above the water, and then just like crashed down. And that was that was what he would do. And I was like, yeah, "All right, yeah, sure, it's cool, Jesus. man. You get to see some really neat stuff." Yeah, and it's also where I think uh, did Evil Knievel do the jump across it? Was that the one? That is where he tried to jump and, and did not make it. <laughs> hey, don't talk bad about Evil Knievel. I no, just said he didn't make it. He just didn't make it. Talk anything. 
Uh-oh. Okay, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jeff's got triggered by Evil Knievel yeah. hate. <laughs> I didn't know that Jeff had such a relationship with Evil Knievel. <laughs> so hey, it's, it's the trying that counts. Yeah, right. So right, uh, right. I wanted to bring up, because I saw one of the articles that you had uh, on your sites was talking about uh, uh, Borat and the fact that uh, part of the movie was filmed here and has anybody else has anybody else seen it i ended up watching it i tried to dude i watched an hour of it and i hated it <laughs> uh, really, you can't re you can't reinvent that wheel so you didn't even get to the part that was in washington state probably well now that i know there's a part that's in washington yeah i got to the part right after he uh he was trying to give his daughter to pence and he put on the donald trump suit oh yeah it was funny but after that, I was like, "This, yeah, I have other things I should be doing with my day." Yeah. After that, well, spoiler alert: he ends up uh, coming up here to Olympia, uh, Olympia, and like Lakewood, I think. Yeah, and he ends up living with like two guys outside of Lakewood somewhere for like a week and stayed in character the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Damn it! I yeah, want to so see that now. <laughs> I was wondering where they were. Where, I, I was wondering Lakewood. where they lived. Some people on the Tacoma Reddit had spotted the the store he was outside of in Lakewood, and then he goes to some sort of cabin with the two guys he meets there, yeah. who he quarantines with, and it's really bizarre. But he's he's fully committing to it and staying and staying there the whole time, and they had no idea who he was. It was it was kind of interesting too on that because the guys seemed like like pretty like I don't know like it's like super cool and like nice enough to like let him stay there. But also, um, like, interesting on the conspiracy theory sort of aspect. Well, yeah, that's the thing. We we like to imagine conspiracy theory people are, like, way out there. But unfortunately, there's sometimes the people we know, our coworkers, our friends, our family, and they <laughs> can still mean? be nice people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> our podcast hosts. Yeah. <laughs> right? People who invite, yeah, the old flat earthers and such and... Soon to be. Listen, uh, I I love listening clowns. to that stuff, man. I can't not help myself. <laughs> I know. It's in my blood. I, I know you. You those in like bounty hunter and f- first amendment right weirdos on uh. I like YouTube I like stuff that gets people wound up. I don't know what it is, man. It's fun for me to watch. Yeah. Then you should watch this if you haven't, because they're they're saying some wild stuff to him, and he does the thing where he'll say something wild back to get them to agree with him, and that's kind of his like comedic trap that essentially he does. Oh well, now I gotta watch it. Yeah, it, but it's so like Damn weird, it. like like watching the whole thing though too, because it's like yeah, some of these people have like these like weird fucked up like sort of aspects of like their thinking, but most of the time they're just trying to like be nice and like deal with like a foreigner. Like they're very accommodating to this guy until like things get ultra weird. Yeah. It slowly lures them in enough that they get comfortable and then he flips it on them. Yeah. And then that's where the, the real comedy comes in. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I liked it again. I mean, I don't disagree with what you said, Brogan, where I mean, you do it the first time and this time has a little bit more story to it. And 
it doesn't there's not as many i feel like well, kind of gotcha moments story yet yeah because watching him try to give away his daughter for an hour i was like i'm i don't want to that's where i well, tapped out too that's man. about it first hour it's, see that's the man. problem is because you guys have kids yes yeah, because you guys have daughters so right. um <laughs> that might be it <laughs> like i could understand that i mean i'm gonna hate on you for that yeah, but it super creeped me out dude because that's like real shit that goes on in real life and i'm all why am i watching this this isn't funny at all right <laughs> And then I watched some of the highlights that you saw, like, um, you know, the Giuliani thing and a couple of other. I saw um, I saw some clips of, of, of him at these guys' house in Lakewood. But I don't know. To me, it's just not. I mean, I get it. It's it's OK. But I don't know. I don't know if I can waste two hours of my life doing it. What, what else are you going to be doing? You're just sitting around your house with no pants on, drinking and smoking. And smoke yeah. good. Watching Bigfoot videos. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> are you watching Bigfoot videos? Sometimes, yeah. Working on my manifesto about the Titanic conspiracy. What are you? What <laughs> is that real? Well, I'm yeah. not. The Titanic conspiracy is real. I believe it. Yeah. You're. Oh, oh, yeah. This. this the, oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Sorry, it took me Never. a second on that. <laughs> so, did you guys get anything for uh, like Halloween? Any Halloween stuff going on? Because Halloween was a couple of days ago, as of the release of this, and it was yesterday. As of the recording, that's of right now. Yeah, <laughs> we actually we got some people. We just stuck out a, a bucket, and uh, I, I I left out my comic books. Which hey, fuck you guys. People like comic books and candy. And uh, so, did people take them? Yeah, they took a bunch of them. I had to go restock nice. it a couple times, and uh, left up. Did some... they burn them out in the street? No, yeah. <laughs> no. They if they were going to burn them, they, they at least waited to go down the street a little bit. So not in front of our yard. And uh, stuffed up some guy's muffler. <laughs> That'd be so fucked up. But uh, so, yeah, we had, I mean, like over 20, but less than 30 people come by. Oh, that's pretty good. Nobody get no, anything we else? We had nothing here. We turned off the lights and pretended like we weren't home. Really? Yeah. Allison and I did nothing yesterday. It was great. Like you didn't even like get in the mood, like watch any spooky movies or anything like uh, that. Well, so we watched Garfield Halloween. We watched Great <laughs> Trumpkin. How many times did you? How many times did you watch? We watched the Garfield uh, Red one. Dragon, the uh, Hannibal Lecter movie. Really? Uh, yeah, that's funny. We ended up watching Silence of the Lambs, but it was the TV edit because it was on our uh, Samsung fucking like weird cable <laughs> channel they have. We're like, oh fuck it, let's watch this. Uh, the thing I did find was Truth Seekers. The uh, oh, yes. uh, Nick Frost yes, and uh, what's his face? Uh, yeah, so Simon Pegg. It was so Simon, good. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and all those guys. Yeah, now you sound of... like you're going to the bathroom. Yeah, are you peeing? Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> How about now? Uh, no, that's actually oh, worse. Even worse. No. Oh man, let me jump out, jump out, can again. But anyway, that, yeah, the Truth Seekers are the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how much you know about the podcast, uh, Mr. Guestman, but we don't normally do this on Discord. <laughs> no, I can tell. <laughs> hey, yeah. there's got to be a first time for everything. Yeah, well, we've been doing it for a while. We're just trying to we were like we're trying to hang out and we hang out a little bit every once in a while, but kind of like pandemic makes it weird. Yeah, because I was bummed that I didn't get to come in person because my coworker Allison had come like oh, several yeah. months ago, and it seemed like a good time, but not not in the cards. 
because the world's on fire. Yeah, right. and it's not getting better. But yeah, hopefully eventually we'll get back to like the Union Club and do some of that. And you'll be welcome on that. But uh, tell Allison hi. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so let's talk about some of the stuff that's been going on in Tacoma in terms of just like uh, film stuff that you've been covering. Uh, one of them being a, a movie that was shot here, right? Yeah, They Reach. It's actually kind of a horror movie, so kind of fits in what you were saying with Halloween-esque movies. And it was shot primarily in Tacoma, and it's pretty cool to kind of see some of the places. And do you know, uh, it's releasing actually, so this comes out on the 2nd, so it comes out the next day, so on the 3rd. Yeah, Um, it's releasing on like Blu-ray, DVD, I think some streaming stuff, and... It's 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 one of those things where making a movie is always a is always a tough thing that I have a lot of respect for, and it's pretty good. And to see stuff that you know in kind of the area, it's it's real fun. Where's some of the the, the notable locations? Uh the notable one for me was King's Books. There's an entire nice. sequence in there where they have it stand in for a library, and there's like a pot smoking librarian character that all the kids on their adventure have to get information from because essentially it's kind of a throwback to the the Goonies. Or like I guess Monster Squad kind of kids trying strange, to figure. They, they ripped off the Stranger Things logo. I see that. I'm looking. They got a good review on IMDb. Nice. Well, here's the thing. I actually got to talk with some of the team, and I brought up the Stranger Things thing. And I don't know. They were like, "We're doing our own thing. Stranger Things doesn't have ownership over the the whole genre." And I think they stand on their own. I I thought it was pretty. I good. agree with you. It's just their logo looks like the Stranger Things logo. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I mean. Cool. <laughs> no yeah and they have a a pretty fun score that they did too but it's it's its own thing it's not like the synth stuff it it has its own tone it's it's a fun movie the library one was my favorite scene i i love that because uh king's books is awesome i love them uh next door they're right next door to uh, destiny city which ethan uh hd former guest on the old podcast uh runs that you can buy your comics and buy your books right there one two and also two and one and also, he'll also body slam you if you ask. <laughs> I don't know now. Is it, can you socially distance and body slam? Uh, is it fine as long as you're just wearing he your mask? Live his life in fear. <laughs> um, also, uh, King's Books has a great fat black and white cat named Herbert. So um, go there and see if you can go uh, say hi to the cat. Oh yeah, I know all sorts of weird stuff about this place. Um, but yeah, I, I do, do now. Do the people from um, they reach? Are they locals that were just shooting here, or did they just decide to shoot here for some reason? No, they're they're locals. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, they've been around for a while. I talked with uh, the director of photography, James Winters, for actually a Bigfoot music video he had shot a while ago, <laughs> and that was fun. Okay, so that. There's that connection. And then Silas Dahl is the writer and director, and and he's a local guy, too. So what the hell is a Bigfoot music video? It's it's Bigfoot going about his day, working at a coffee shop, being kind of lonely, and then then making some friends. Wow. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. I know. It's real cute. Just day in the life of Bigfoot. I don't know. Did you see the movie The Man That Killed Hitler and also Bigfoot? That was a great movie. That is a pretty great movie. They don't they don't kill Bigfoot in the music video. He's mostly just a peaceful Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I've been yeah. like they have the uh, uh, Washington has has been doing their mask ads, and that one of the things is the mask watch, and that kind of cracks me up because it's trying to social distance from the people trying to pho- uh, f- photograph it. The end. my my. I like that. 
My favorite Bigfoot <laughs> joke is the the Mitch Hedberg joke. What if what if Bigfoot is just blurry and it's not the photographer's fault? That's still my favorite <laughs> one of all time. Chase, did you do anything for uh, Halloween? Uh, did any movies go down or uh, do any events or anything? <laughs> yeah, I, I with a couple friends had done like a spooky trivia night where we all just ran a trivia thing over video chat and had kind of played that for a while we lost by one point even though we got all the questions at the end oh. and then we watched we watched uh trick or treat which was kind of a quintessential halloween horror movie that i'd never seen that was pretty good it's a little scary kid who's like haunting a neighborhood that doesn't doesn't respect halloween tradition anymore and that was a fun one nice yeah we did we did a lot of uh a lot of movies like yesterday and the day before. So I'd never seen. Have you ever guys have ever seen Night of the Demons? Maybe. What's it, that about? It's a it's a trashy it's a trashy eighties uh, horror movie where it's like a bunch of teenagers go to go to a party at like some sort of like old decrepit mansion, and of course it's not ghosts this time, but demons are inside and they start possessing the people, Whoa. and it's it's pretty badass. Well, this is. This is sultry. I'm yeah. looking this up too. Yeah, Did no, not have good reviews. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's like bad, but it's like oh, super yeah, fun. Bad. Here's the thing: those trashy, so bad it's good. Those are right up my alley. So I'm gonna add this to a list. This looks like quite something. Oh yeah, <laughs> we watched Attack of the Crab Monsters from 1957. What? Whoa! Oh really? my god! It was. Oh yeah, we watched the whole thing. Well, I watched it. My wife rolled her eyes and went to sleep. But, uh, <laughs> Didn't you get uh, said you were watching? Uh, uh, what did you text us? Um, oh, Rocky Horror. How far did you make it into that? We finished it. She'd never oh, seen okay. it before. She had never seen Rocky Horror before. Oh, that had to have been a treat just to watch her reaction to it. Yeah, she enjoyed it. She said it, it was definitely not her cup of tea all the time, but. I, I had forgotten how much of it that like where I always tap out. I'm like, oh yeah, it's oh, actually yeah. like the end of this movie. <laughs> it take like there's yeah there's like after kind of the dinner scene, I always kind of forget about everything else after it. Yeah, once meatloaf, once meatloaf, he's like the fat lady. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was good. What's we had the a, meatloaf? A, a reasonably nice time. We gotta go to the Blue Mouse Theater. Yeah, but they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they're not doing it right now. I hope they do it. I hope they can do something like that. They'll bring it back. They'll make a comeback. We did it once before, right, Jeff? Yeah, me, me, you, and uh, yeah, everybody. uh, uh, You guys went to Rocky Horror? We did. Whoa. Yeah, it was for for our co-worker's birthday. And uh, I just said uh, we, we went out to eat. And then I noticed, I remembered it was playing, and they just said, "Hey, you want to have a fun time? Let's go to Rocky Horror Picture Show." <laughs> and then uh, the the birthday of the coworker, uh, we told the the guy they uh, do a lap dance for you <laughs> for like twenty bucks or whatever, five bucks, I think it is. And so we paid for him to have. It was just this scrawny kid dressed up in uh, fishnets. And he's sitting there grinding his crotch in her face. It was, it was awesome, man. You just, for $5, man, you can't beat that. That's a pretty good price right there. <laughs> good yeah, time. Time. Yep. Back when people celebrated people's birthdays. Oh, <laughs> hey. Oh, yikes. Yeah. We all ended up not going to Brogan's. Well, 
birth sort of birthday chindig thing. Well, you had birthday dinner at the West End. How was it? No, it was fine. I forgot how much I missed the West End. What'd you have? The prime rib because they actually had it. Nice. Good man. I haven't been there in a while. You know, I wanted to go. I want to go back to is Terry's. Oh, Terry's new ownership now. Yeah. Well, is that yeah? They're owned by the same people who now own the West End. Yeah. And the is it the Parkway? I don't know. Yeah, they own the Parkway, Coles, West End, Terry's. I think something else. Yeah. Do they own Hanks? Is Hanks one of those? Oh, Hanks is one of those. Yep. Yeah, I haven't been to Hanks. Where's Hanks at? Hanks, remember? Yes, you have. Have I? Uh, remember? Remember where you flush my soul down the toilet? Oh yeah, <laughs> bar right next door to there. That's right. That was when you were uh, out there eating hoodberries. Hoodberries on mushrooms, and you, and I got scared, and I thought I puked my soul up, and you peed on it and flushed it down the toilet and told me about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Hanks, actually, Hanks has a lot of weird memories, too. That's like when I asked a girl out if she wanted to, like, I don't know, like, actually go on dates more than once or twice, and she was like, nah, but you can, like, take me to, like, shows and stuff. And I was like, Is that nah. Big Red? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Shows I, and stuff. I, I was like I was like, nah, that's cool. You just talk about your dog. You can buy me <laughs> shit if you want. I'm cool with that. Yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm cool. We can uh, go home. Hey, I got a question. I got a question for the, uh for Chase. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so when when you review, do do you have any how do you get rid of being um uh, like pre pre fed, you know. So like, if I hear uh, like any movie, the sequel, I probably already have it in my head that it's not going to be as good, mm-hmm. or it's going to be different than the one that I like anyway. Nothing's going to be as good as the first one, you know. So how do you do that? It's it's tough. You just got to honestly go in with as open of a mind as possible and not prejudge it. And sometimes it'll it'll surprise you because I. I don't know. Even with the the long buildup in the Borat, I thought there was there was at least something new, and I can't think of any other character that got revisited like that in a comedy, and it not be a total disaster, like Dumb and Dumber Two, or yeah, other ones that almost feel really sad because you're seeing your your comedy icons get old and it just not not be the same again. So I don't know. Just go in with an open mind is is what I kind of do. Because I don't know, there's this idea that if you're a critic and you go into something, you kind of want to hate it, or you've already determined that you're not going to like it. When I when I'm a, a movie fan from the start first, and not really a critic first, I, I like doing it because it's fun to to see movies, and that's kind of right. what I do. I gotcha. So I got I got a second question. Uh, yeah. About uh, the COVID itself. So uh, we talked a little bit last week. I think it was Derek about how definitely for conventions, the COVID really changed it. But it also opened up uh, opportunities to people to be on panels that probably would not have been invited to a panel with uh, if everything was running regularly at a convention. So with movies, are you seeing a spike in like more independent type of movies yeah that's actually a really good question there's there's kind of been a conversation happening around that where typically you'd have the big blockbusters that are dominating the conversation this summer it would have been tenant but no one no one was really going out to see it and it wasn't getting a big of a release and that allows for some kind of fun 
independent movies to to sneak through that you wouldn't have known about like there was this movie a couple weeks ago from from this guy jim cummings it was called what was it called the wolf of snow hollow Mm. and it's a werewolf movie but kind of a, a weird offbeat dark comedy that people might not have heard of and i don't know it's kind of fun to see that get a little bit more attention and sneak through the cracks and people talk about it more so that's I guess that's kind of an upside, even though you don't get to see it in theaters as much because a lot of stuff is just going straight to to digital, which makes sense. But yeah, how much still, still how, a little bit of downside. How much do you miss the theater experience? Because I'll be honest, I there's been a lot of there's been a couple of times where I just would like to have been able to like go to a theater to have that shared experience. Oh, yeah. The shared experience is my favorite part because I honestly miss it a lot where you get to hear and feel everyone reacting along at the same time. And there were times where people on Twitter were like saying, what was your favorite theater experience? And everyone just like talking about them. And it I don't know. It's it's kind of unlike anything else to to see a movie along with everybody else and laugh with everybody else cry with everybody else, I guess, if you're <laughs> one of those people, even though I haven't cried in a movie since I was like a kid. Uh, man. <laughs> not really i sometimes wish i could cry it just feels like <laughs> that's that's what a man would say <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that but no i i miss it a lot you talk about favorite theater experience do you, do you have one um yes but it's gonna be a terrible one nice because it was really bad but it was when i was with my brother when we were probably both teenagers and we went to see I don't know if you were familiar, there was the animated show Avatar when we were kids, and yes. we both really liked that and then wanted to see the movie, and it was terrible. Oh, no, oh, yeah. that I movie, yeah. I saw Avatar with Justin, it was terrible. But we, no one was in the theater, so we could just laugh and like make fun of it the whole time. And we didn't leave, even though we sometimes wanted to, but that was that was a memorable one for me in a weird way. We just, uh, the wife and I just finished that series because it's on Netflix, and God, it was so fucking good. Uh, talking about like crying i'll admit it i cried at the end of that one at the end of that series i'm fine with that it hits you but i was yeah i was trying to think of like my favorite movie experience and it was mainly because of a shared experience because the theater was packed but uh wife and i ended up going to like a 10:30 showing of paranormal activity uh we went blind didn't know anything about it theater was completely packed the tension was just like insane just everyone just didn't even know what the fuck to do. Like just kind of everyone was just all weirded out by it. And it hits the scene where she's just standing over the bed and just kind of, they fast forward it. So she's kind of wiggling a little bit. Well, my wife kind of, um, when she gets like stressed, like her, one of her reactions is to giggle. So when that hits, she starts giggling during that. And like the guy who was on my side of, us like just couldn't handle it and he was just like trying to shush her and it was the funniest thing ever because it was just like her giggling not stopping that and then just kind of stressing out the other guy was just kind of hilarious how many how many paranormal activity movies did they make after that one are there four five or something stupid Oh my god. They Uh, really ran that one into the ground. Yeah I remember watching seven oh seven normal activities are you serious? you're joking i just looked it up wow yeah i like i do like the found footage ones but basically it's kind of like the bad the worst of the worst and 
I, I've seen some that, you know, it looks like they're just shot on an iPhone, but the story is really super good. But what I'm finding it's so easy to do with those is that when, um, you know, it's a good story, then right at the last 20 minutes, they just toss it out, you know, like they just ran out of money or ran out of time, ran out of ideas. And it's like, oh, and then everybody left and they lived happily ever after. You know? <laughs> but, well, I've been getting my movie social time on a Facebook group is uh bad 80s films and then mm. they just stream them to twitch and then i watch it with like a ton of people and that's been very fun to do what have you been watching like that that sounds fucking awesome uh let me go to it and see what is most recent uh, uh that seems like a fun sort of movie so bad they're good uh night cult classics group 30,000, well, 26,000 members. Damn. What was recent? Uh, Return of the Living Dead 3. Ooh. Uh, wow. Oh, the Super. they watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Movie's great. Sorry, that was visceral. Society. Uh, let's see, what was the last movie that was watched? I didn't watch it. It was... See, Chase, thousand Corpses. I don't know, Chase, have you seen that Super Mario Brothers movie? I've tried to avoid it for as long as possible, but it keeps coming up, so I feel like I will at some point. Okay, okay, well, you don't have to, but you have to understand that video game movies back in the day weren't as fucking cool as they are now. Well, or at least they make better attempts. That movie was hot shit, and I remember going into the theater to watch it. I, fuck, we were teenagers, right? I don't know. And I just remember just so much disappointment. I, didn't didn't they think it was going to be a big hit like they end it with like a teaser for like another movie or a sequel oh absolutely. they thought it was going to be huge and yeah. then everybody hated it yeah like i uh, looks I've, like they're watching a bunch of old sean connery films right now that makes sense like he did pass away that fucking kind of sucks but also he was old yeah he's 90 he wasn't gonna make a comeback Right, and he hasn't acted <laughs> since like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So I mean, like, yeah, I just watched that movie yesterday. Did you really? Why? I watched a bunch. Of, I told you I did nothing but basically watch movies yesterday. That's some trash, though. I'm like, so that was fine. I don't know. I watched that uh, Adam Sandler movie, that new Halloween one on Netflix. You guys seen that? No, like, I, I refuse. I, I refuse. It. I cannot. I feel like Adam Sandler must have sold his soul to Netflix ah, or something because he's making ah. some bad movies. Uh, he I did. Great, he he got a contract with them to make like he he like made a contract with them to like make four or five movies for like you know a hundred million whatever. Whatever. And people watch them. They love them. Oh, I know. I also remember after he had made. Uh, Uncut Gems, which was kind of a more serious, weird movie. If you haven't seen it, it was, that was pretty a weird good. One. But he said if nobody got awards from that, he would commit to making the worst movie possible that he could. And that was Hubby Halloween. That was the next one. So that made yeah. me curious to see it because I was like, really? You're you're really making this promise. I would want to see how bad you could go. <laughs> Man, like, I don't know. Like, I haven't liked a, an Adam Sandler movie in a while. I don't know. It just hasn't even been like even that mystery dinner one. The mystery one he did with uh, Jennifer Anderson was pretty good. Were there on the boat? Murder mystery. That That was okay. I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. Then again, I have literally the worst taste in movies of anybody in this channel. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. It's probably me. No, 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 no. He's right. 
So there was like, was it a sum? Did you do? The, was it a summer of Wesley Snipes where you found I did every the summer of Wesley Snipes? That's when I worked at that movie place. Yeah, and it was like ev- Hollywood Video. Every single like direct to VHS, like all those movies that Wesley Snipes got busted for tax evasion for because he did them in yeah, Eastern Europe, all the way up to Art of War Two. <laughs> like it was just all of those. And then when Netflix actually was sending uh, DVDs, all bets were off for that one. Shit. Oh, dude, I got so much crap when you used to be able to get DVDs. It was the best. Oh, okay. Do they still do that? Uh, you know what? I, this is a question I just posed to my wife. Like, can we still just get DVDs? I See, think it's its own. I think Netflix it's its own thing right now. Still like, mail DVDs. It's a whole other. Like, if you want it, you have to get like a whole other account. It if you pay for the separate subscription yeah. for it, yeah a separate subscription so i don't know i don't think that's a thing that is necessary but there's been plenty of times where you just don't get shit like on streaming right like we ended up watching uh, uh another one of the movies we watched this weekend was uh, uh nightmare on elm street 3 dream warriors nice because it's i think aside from the first one it's the best well no okay it's the third best because new nightmare is better but it's like number two. But anyway, so yeah, so Michelle was like, she hadn't seen one or two. She hasn't seen any Nightmare on Elm Street. And she's like, you're starting me with three. And I was like, trust me, it works. And like, they explain everything about all the other movies. And it has some of the coolest, like most gruesome death scenes in it. So, and there's boobies. Boobies. <laughs> that was, what do you, what as do long you... as there was boobies. Yep. What do you hold up better than Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, they had a way better comeback too. Like there hasn't been a good Friday the Thirteenth since the early ones, and those weren't really that great anyway. But no, I don't know. Even I like it fun. when he grabs teenagers and puts them in their sleeping bag and beats them against the tree and makes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, shit fucked with me for a long time. Oh yeah, no, he's got like way better kills, but like, and like also like quantity. I think he's got the most too, but. Like, I don't know. Freddy's got panache, man. So, like, there's a there's a style. There's a theatrics to it that's way more entertaining. Plus, a lot of puns in the later ones. Makes it more acceptable. Freddy never did go to space, though. Um, that's not true. Didn't he go with and Jason? Oh, Jason oh yeah, you're Jason right. X, yeah. Jason X. Yeah, yeah. Jason went to space. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Freddy, Freddy never got Freddy the chance. was in that one, too, right? Like, yeah, Freddy never went into Freddy. space. <laughs> why does it first thing it comes up about molesting crew oh that's because that was the the history oh, of it that face. well that was in like the new ones too i don't know i didn't really like the remake of that but i didn't really give it a chance either so i don't know i saw it but i didn't really so uh, to get not political but as far as movies goes and taste in movies do you think there's going to be a new rise in like more uh horror movie slashers again since we're dealing you know with an actual uh, you know covid type of thing with a monster we can't control a monster we can't even see you know do you think we're going to be uh reaching out to more sci-fi and uh monster movies kind of like back in the 50s and 60s yeah, that would be interesting. I think that would be cool, and I think oh. definitely possible. I'd rather have that where it's sort of interpretive as opposed to like a movie directly about coronavirus because there was a movie that's coming out called Songbird yeah. where it's like 2022 and it's COVID-23 now or something. I'm like, no, I don't think I want to see this. Right, I'd rather yeah. 
they're they're I'd racing. Race in X, they did not go to space. Uh, or <laughs> did not go. Jason. <laughs> that is. Thank so you for funny. bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I saw now that. We can sleep at night, guys. I saw that movie, and it's like basically, yeah, it's gonna be a COVID movie. Uh, like uh, uh, a Romeo and Juliet style. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Right. So I did see, you know, like that. What's the one everybody likes? Utopia, which it was OK, movie, but it has to do with a plague. I was like, fuck that. Well, that was also <laughs> it was OK. That was also based off a, a show from, I think, the UK from like 2013. And that was a really good show. I haven't seen the new one. True, true. And I'm not saying that. it's just like to me, it's just like it, it, for my taste buds, you know, it's a little bit too salty or whatever, man. You know, yeah, right? for and sure. It's well, like I want to think about reality when I watch a movie. Come that on. was like when this whole thing started, everyone's like, oh, we're going to have to quarantine. We're going to have to do stuff, blah, 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 you know, hang out and still, I mean, still trying to stay at home, you know. But I was like, I'm going to get on. And I got on like my, my PlayStation and downloaded Last of Us because my friend's like, you should buy this. And I'm like, OK. And then it's like, hey, this is all about a plague that kills and mutates people. And I was like, yeah, maybe I don't really want to play that that much. <laughs> and so I've just been sitting there like, yeah, I'll just and literally I just play Fallout, which is like my own special apocalypse where it's a little bit different than what's going on right now. Right. It's just far enough away. Yeah, yeah. And also, we were watching like so. I think it was the Connors, you know, and they're all and uh, they're wearing like masks and stuff like that. And I, I asked my wife that questions about how do you think this is going to relate in like two years if they had watched the rerun, you know, or, or if it's even going to be there? Because people, I don't think people are going to want to be reminded uh, about this. We're yeah. going to want to move on as much as possible. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think we're going to get a lot of replay, I guess, on on stuff that's made during the COVID, and that it, you know, and it emulates the yeah, this time. Like, like being yeah in like in the you know, have you noticed or been able to like report or have any stories about that chase, like stuff that's been going on, like how I don't know film studios or even like any sort of production studios are dealing with it right now. Yeah, I'd written a little bit about how Washington State had been trying to figure out if they could resume production on things because we're we're not going to notice it right now because everything that is coming out right now was in production like a year ago. Mm. It's going to be in like a couple months that suddenly everything is going to stop because Washington still has a lot of the same rules and restrictions. It's mostly just been like commercials that are that are doing shoots in different places not as much of of movies and and TV shows. Do they have any like strict reg- regulations? Uh Yeah. Okay. I think I think it was mostly that like they were limiting like the size of scenes. They were saying like there can only be so many like people on set with some of the things and like other things like makeup crews like that was being regulated. It was it was pretty much everything cuz yeah. That's that's the world now. <laughs> and this is going to basically kill any extra work if you think about it. Like there's not, nobody in the backgrounds cuz they they won't need to keep people separate. Yeah, exactly. If you can have Weird. less people, you're going to always try and go for that. True. And, and it will make a financial sense too cuz they just switch out over to CGI and do a big crowd scene without paying extras. I think I think the art itself will suffer in the long run, but still it's or it could be like kind of necessity is the mother of invention that you kind of adapt and figure it out. I don't know. 
That's maybe me being too optimistic, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you got to kind of hope, you know? Yeah. You're absolutely right, because I, I work in an industry where I'm seeing that right now, where this really um, uh, opened up new opportunities that people didn't know that p- other people needed, you know? But now there's all these different opportunities, and I, I see that with, you know, techniques to shoot a movie. Um you know, I don't see why not. Yeah. And one of the things I've been writing about a little bit um, that should should start coming out when when this goes up is the the Tacoma Film Festival is actually happening and they're they're still going ahead. And I think that's that's pretty admirable, even though their website was down the other day, because, <laughs> of course, tech technology is is only so perfect. They're going to try and do a lot of it as a, a virtual festival, which I think is pretty cool. Okay, yeah. Got to got to do what you got to do to try to survive. Like. Yeah. One of um one of my buddies, Steve, um from the uh, Bone Bat podcast, he does every year the Bone Bat Comedy Horror Film Festival, and a couple of weeks ago, they finally because there's usually goes in March because that but that's when everything, you know, obviously shut down. They just went to virtual with that, and it was through whichever platform they were using. I don't remember at the time, but you could, you know, it's the same thing with like the Twitch, like uh, Brogan, you were talking about, you can just like chat with people and you kind of just turn it into like a riff tracks if you want to, or you can just watch the movie if you want to too. Yeah. And that's a really good idea. Cause it can, ki- it's not going to be the same, but it'll be close to what it was like seeing it with a crowd, kind of everyone at once. Yeah. Right. I mean, at least yet yeah, like text wise, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like ah, it's like eating like like vegetarian meatballs and they're like, yeah, this tastes just like the real thing. And you just want to believe because it at least it's something. I don't know. But, I'm but not when very you optimistic. Down into it, it's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah. It's just a mouthful of sadness. Oh, yes. That's 2020 in a nutshell there. Nice mouthful Aww. of sadness. I know. Sorry. <laughs> But uh, also, you were talking about Tacoma Film Festival. Are they so just virtual? That's fine. But it, I know that a local theater, um, the Tacoma Grand Cin- Cinema, is going to be trying to do something, right? Yeah, they had actually said because movie theaters elsewhere, the the bigger chains had reopened, and I I don't work for them, so I can't speak for them. But mm-hmm. last they had said they were going to try and open for like a three day trial run to see if people would come back and what people would be feeling and how how safe it could be um, for for their employees, for their volunteers, for everybody. So they're going to give it a go. I think sometime later in November, but only for for three days. Yeah, so I know people can uh, check out that and find out for sure if that's something they want to do. I don't think I'm quite there yet, but yeah, they they had done one other thing, which is I think at Alma Mater they were going to do like an outdoor screening because mm-hmm. movie drive-ins and that type of stuff has made a big comeback, which has been yeah, fun. I went to the drive-in, it was cool. Yeah, you... drive-ins are great. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I went to the one at uh, let's see, uh, where the uh, Bush Leagues, uh. Those jackass hockey players play in Kent. Uh, <laughs> the Showware Center. Showware Center. <laughs> on their parking lot. <laughs> we got that. That was a great description. <laughs> I know. I'm good at it. What did you see there? Uh, we saw Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, nice. nice. It was good. The kids had never seen it, and they have a digital screen. Uh, I definitely recommend if you do go, 
you want to pay the extra 10 bucks for the premium parking because the sun does set right behind the screen and the extra 10 bucks will get you into the shadow of the screen. Oh, nice. (laughs) Pro tip. That's funny. Uh, That was a double feature of Harry and the Hendersons and Fast and Furious 5. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. Just, I didn't want to stick around for all that, but it was really cheap. I want to say for the whole car load, we parked not in the premium spot. It was like 30 bucks for as many people as you can get in your car. Plus you get to yeah, bring your good deal. You get, you, you get to bring your own snacks and you just bring one of those big old things of like popcorn anyway. And you're just, yeah, well, and they're, commi- they have a concession stand that was rather inexpensive. <laughs> Uh, with like they prepackaged popcorn. Oh, okay. That kind of stuff. But yeah, we brought like a big bag of Jimmy John sandwiches. We had all of our sodas, and it was it was easy. It was nice. The screen was really good because the last time I went, I remember the sun being out. It was still projected, so it's still kind of that washed, kind of hard to see. Mm-hmm. There was no hard to see whatsoever about it. It was nice. That's cool. The last um, OG. Um movie uh drive-in movie was the starlight theater in sunnyside and we watched uh me and my folks and i think my little brother was there uh watched empire strikes back damn and then that was the and then the next time we watched we went to see you know uh return of the jedi was actually into in a sit-down theater which was a big thing i think they we lived in grandview washington so sunnyside washington had the starlight theater but you had to drive all the way to tri cities or yakima i think to go to a sit-down theater damn that's crazy well well you said starlight and i thought about the starlight swap and driving in tacoma yeah (laughs) that they just bulldozed uh last year i think or two years ago something like that and i'd be like wow would have been nice to have that now Right. I remember I remember going there when I was like, oh, shit, single digits. I had to have been like very little. And I don't remember any of the movies, but I do remember their little concession cartoon. That was cool. But that was a fuck, man. That was like 35 years ago. Damn, you're old. I know. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Chase, you. You you doing the drive-ins then? Yeah, I I had kind of a while back gone to see. I guess it's not a drive-in because they set up a screen, but the Lemay Car Museum had oh, sort yeah. of done a thing here and there. And so, like a couple years, I had seen ET there because that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I think they actually did some of those recently. Just drive-in, set up like an inflatable screen, and everyone stays in their car, kind of in the area, and just watches from there. Those things are cool. I like yeah. I'm looking right now, and it doesn't look like they're currently doing the movies. It's a stupid showware center. That's a bummer. How come? I don't know. I can't find anything on their website. Let's see, I know. I know a lot of people have been taking pauses and revisiting because, unfortunately, with streaming at home, it's it's something where you got to compete against thousands of hours of entertainment, and yeah. some people would just rather stay home. Yeah, I mean, we paid the twenty five bucks for. Uh, uh, Mulan or whatever it was for the kids. Oh yeah, and, oh, I mean that was Plus. actually cheaper than taking everybody to the theater. Yeah, and that was on top of the Disney Plus subscription, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a yeah. little greedy on their part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll go free in December if you have the subscription. Like 
I bought a year last year for Disney Plus, and I was like, there's so much stuff. And I was like, do we need it this year? And then they hit us with like Mandalorian, and I'm like, yes, fuck, fine. <laughs> I'll buy it again. I'm fine with it. Yeah, that's back. That's been great. Me too. Get in. I, I get just, all in on that shit, man. I just remember when the that Mulan movie was coming out, and everyone was like, well. Since it comes out for free in December, I guess it releases in December. That's when I'll be seeing it. Not <laughs> not going for the 25 on top of it. Well, and I mean, it was, yeah, kind of ambitious. I mean, I know that the, like, one movie that they re- released digitally was, like, Trolls, whatever, two or three or whatever the hell it was. And, like, suddenly it made, like, $100 million. And there was, like, everyone was, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And now they're all trying to do it, and everyone's like, nah, hold it up. We're not going to be able to do this for every movie, Haas. Yeah, I know. I've been waiting for Dune and all the other movies that were supposed to come out. It's just like, all right, that's never going to happen. No, they they push back Bond. Yeah. And I was looking forward to Dune because it's got the local Tacoma connection. The author of the book was originally from here, and there's the Dune Park. and Yeah. Yeah, he used to sit down at the Swiss Hall. Did he really? Really? Yeah, there's a little placard about it on the wall that Swiss. Or was. It was. Yeah, shit. Ooh, can you buy that on auction? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, sorry, that was dark. But uh, No, it's I, it's actually on the wall, like, right by their smoking, where the smoking door was. Man. I don't know if whatever ended up happening. That was a bummer. I hope something awesome goes in there someday. Yeah. Although that building is pretty decrepit. <laughs> Well, but I, I don't know. It has character then, though. Yes, character. <laughs> yeah, it's like my fucking house. It's got a doorbell that doesn't work. It's still maybe hot wires to that. Right? <laughs> You've got a trap door. There's probably some like like real skinny Asian ladies in their floorboards somewhere. What? I don't have floorboards. <laughs> Why she got to be Asian? What the shit? I don't know. I don't know. Jeff, I don't know. Jeff, you just made it weird, man. <laughs> what well, did you push the button anyway well there's no button for it man oh i got you well hook one up <laughs> like i don't know how, like i don't know like where it connects there's like a couple of wires that go nowhere but i touched it and it's warm so i'm like i'm not touching like the wires or anything and i don't have like it should I, never I, be warm i don't have and i know and i don't have a voltage uh checker like detector right now so i don't want to just be like touching Buy one shit. for four dollars off of amazon I will. I will. We got somebody. <laughs> we have access to Prime, so I'll get that shit figured out. That's yeah, no rush, dude. Warm wires. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know, uh, man. Burns down. Like, oh, fuck. <sighs> Trying to just remove wallpaper on my fucking house so I can make this sweet studio. Oh, removing wallpaper sucks butt, dude. I've been looking into wallpaper for the bottle shop, actually. Don't. Like, you can get all kinds of professional wallpaper. Well, yeah, and they got the like the contact paper and all that shit. You can like it's like basically like a wrap for your car. You can just like do it and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna pay a guy. Like, it's cheaper than painting the whole thing, and we're gonna get some accent walls of like. Was it really? Yeah, it's like cheaper than getting your wall painted, like up to commercial code. Oh, oh, yeah, you're yeah, you're doing commercial shit. Never mind. I'm like, it's like, no, it's kind of cheap for me to paint my shit. But of course, yeah, if I'm, you're doing it yourself, I know I'm doing it myself in my own house. So yeah, you're doing it, and you want it to be like <laughs> I've got twenty eight hundred square feet of wall. I got to figure out what to do with. I'm like, damn it. Hey, you guys want to take a break for a second? I need a beer, and then maybe we can bop in some people. Yeah, yeah, we'll get some people. See if anyone wants to talk about anything. We're gonna take a break, and then we'll come back, and then uh, yeah.
Uh, word. We'll All right. discuss yeah, it. Yeah, I need a Yeah, I got to be back. Me too. All right. All right. New beer. New beer. <laughs> new year. Not a new year, but beer. We're getting close. Uh, yeah, but it's not like anything's just going to magically change once we get back to 2021. No, something's going to magically change come November 4th. <laughs> Fucking whatever. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I don't care anymore. Well, I do, but not caring's cool, right? Uh, uh-huh. uh, we are back. We got Chase Hutchinson with us. Chase works with the TNT, but so much more also. Uh, does You do all sorts of stuff. Tell us a little bit about uh, all that other stuff. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I've been writing some things with the the stranger now and again, some double feature pieces for them. I also occasionally host a, a podcast called the Scratch Cinema Podcast with my friend Quinnell, which we've been doing during quarantine and has kind of kept us sane a little bit here and there. Nice. What do you cover yeah. on that podcast? Just just whatever stuff. She picks like a movie of the week, so we kind of have it be like a movie club essentially, and just kind of ramble and talk about what's on our minds. Right. We it's tried- a fun time. We tried to do that with our buddies Rusty and Ken, but that was after we did a whiskey tasting uh, with Joe Malik, and Scott got really mad because we were talking about Metamucil, and I think he blacked out. <laughs> no, I didn't completely black out. I remember most of it. <laughs> and that was a podcast episode you can go listen to. Just such a good time, man. You know, it was. And I we, we need to do all that again. I like that sort of shit. Like, I don't know. I got the bar at home. And once I get the bar in the studio and we get it, I don't know. I want I want people to come over. I fucking miss having parties, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Hey, I think I missed one of the text messages when all that happened. I don't know, because I didn't know, see anything about you going to the West End. Dude, I was still at work. That's yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working again, so I'm in Seattle. That's I'm weird. Fine. You hated working so much. I know. I still hate, hate working. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Uh, but what do you do? Like you're stuck there. I mean, the good thing <laughs> is there are a few bars open, so I do get to wait around. I mean, until the train takes me home. So you're still drinking in? Uh, you're still able to drink in Seattle then? Oh yeah, you just got to find the right place to go. That's all. <laughs> So, I mean, Chase, you've seen everything. I mean, are you hanging around Tacoma? Are you able to, like, I don't know, with, like, just doing your job, it seems that you would have to kind of be out and about a little bit. Yeah. Um, sometimes I've gone to places for my job, like when there was a, the comedy club that opened right when everything was getting shut down. I kind of went and got a tour of the comedy club that was opening the new one. Um, which was really unfortunate timing. It was really kind of a bummer. But yeah, I do stuff like that. Just just kind of see what's going on and go around. I might go to the um, Tacoma Film Festival thing this Friday, write something about that. Yeah, whatever, whatever's there, just trying to show up and still capture the different art pieces. And I talked to some Tacoma venues, the music venues that are struggling too, but are trying to get public support. Went to some of those here and there. Just just kind of seeing what's going on. What's been like the vibe just on the small business side that you've noticed? I mean, uh, even like as of now, like, I mean, everyone's tried to have to like to, to try to pivot at this point to see if they can get anything going on. Is there is there much hope going on with it or are there just people just kind of just hanging out and just still waiting to see? 
I think there's some hope. Like uh, when I was saying with the venues, Jazz Bones has has managed to shift to do some takeout options, and they're part of like the Keep Music Live Washington campaign. And I think they're finding a lot of support there from people who want to have a venue and a show that they can come back to. Um, but then then again, like we had mentioned earlier, I had I'd written with my colleague Christine about the Swiss, where she's our food reporter, but I'd kind of written a little bit about the music angle. That that's a big loss, and everyone's just trying to keep their head above water. I think they're they're doing the best they can, all things considered. It's a it's a it's a good point when you see something like yeah, like Jazzbone's doing takeout. If it's a if it's a place you like to go to patronize, you know, before all of the stuff was going on, you want to support them. Check and see if they uh, any of the venues that you like, uh, be it Jazzbone's, be it somewhere else that's open. If they've got some sort of food options and help them out that way, like anything, just try to do it local if you can. Yeah, absolutely. If you feel comfortable going out, you know, yeah, do that as well. Like there's places open and they're more than willing to have you come in hey, and, and sit down and eat. I get out a couple of times a week and everywhere I go, I mean, they're doing what they have to be doing to stay open, right? Like they're doing the, the social distancing, the, you know, they're, they're blowing through, uh, all their sanitizer, they're cleaning tables. I, I mean, even like mm-hmm. a little dumpy bar down the street from my house. I mean, they've got all <laughs> kinds of, you know, while the rules are not necessarily the most comfortable things in the world, you still get to have your little social interaction and make sure that that business gets to stay there. Cause if we don't like businesses are going to go away and then they're not going to come back. And then we're all going to have to order everything off of Amazon. Ugh. That's right. I know we have so many boxes. No, I know. Hey, should we open this up to some people? Oh, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Hold on first. Um, I want to say we got a, a new patron. So I want to say uh, Chancy W. Thank you very much. You should. Chancy. You suddenly like as soon as you said their name, like you got off microphone, like get your oh. face up there. Up there. <laughs> I, well, the microphone's connected to my face, so I don't know why. I keep oh, doing that, then I don't, so, uh, I don't know. Chancy. Chancy W. Thank so, you. Chancy or is it Chauncey? Oh, probably Chauncey. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, thank you to Chancy and Chauncey. Thanks for giving us money so we could mispronounce your name. (laughs) Either way, at least it was done once. Putting stuff up in the chat. Chancy. Chancy. Yeah, he wrote it out. Chancy. Thank you. Seriously, like, really appreciate it. It, uh, C-Note. All right. Yeah, C-Note gets, like, basically a buck an episode. Uh, unless you pick a higher tier, I don't know. I think we have higher tiers. I don't know anything about it anymore. I stopped paying attention. But we do special bonus content in terms of uh, actually amazing logos that Jeff's been making with our uh, hoodies and t-shirts. And access to our old episodes where it was just Brogan and Scott being weirdos around Tacoma. Those are the days. A couple of them as, as well. Yep. Those are fantastic, by the way. Like, listening to the ones when we do the best ofs. Y'all were so... You guys found some extra special weirdos, and I want to get back to that once we can find weirdos again. Yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah, we can hang what out. What else do we do? We do t-shirts. Um, I think there's special deals on shipping in the store. We also have a special store for patrons. Um, you get the bonus episodes. God, I, th- I felt like there was more, but maybe that's it. And if they you give it a founder's mug, yeah, you can get a founder's yeah. mug. And you know what? If somebody gets that founder's mug, that'd be pretty sweet because then maybe we could buy Scott a fucking microphone. 
God damn it. I have like four and none of them fucking work, man. <laughs> it's getting worse. Man. How can it get worse? What are you doing? I'm just sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Lots of uh, awesome stuff on that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> I'm going to mute some people. All right, cool. Eric, Turn I'm them loose. Eric, Eric, I'm doing you first. Is Eric's the one whose mom's mad at us? Oh yeah. yeah. Tell your mom we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's no, like it's... let's give it an official Grit City Podcast apology to Eric's mom. We're sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Eric's mom. <laughs> so I told her I was like, "Hey, mom, I'm on a podcast," and she and so I sent it to her, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not listening to all that." So like, okay, we'll skip to this point. <laughs> and I was sitting there as she was listening to it, and then it's like something, something like, "Well, I'm talking to your mom," and she like <laughs> looked at me like, "Like, what the hell is this?" <laughs> that was our drunk friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> and uh when jeff reached out and said hey well we'll we'll send her some stickers I asked her like do you want some stickers from that podcast and she's like what are, what do they want me to do with them and i'm like you can do whatever <laughs> stick you want stuff. yeah stick them on stuff <laughs> so, go get in trouble at some random business so we get emails about our stickers being in their bathrooms <laughs> i bet you i bet you she has people she doesn't like and it's a nice way to get back at them by putting it right on their bumper there you go. Of their Prius that she hates because I know it. She she doesn't like Priuses, does she? Why well, be it mean again to his mom? We just apologize. <laughs> we only have so many stickers. Come on. <laughs> That's a lie. I found I found another stack of stickers. I'm unmuting C note now. Here it comes. C note. Thank you, man. Can't hear him. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. We can't hear you, but oh, sorry guys. I'm walking to Walmart. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's listening to us in a Walmart. Stocking some chips, man. Everybody needs their Juanitas and their Tims. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Oh, nice. he's working. Right nice. on. Nice. I need some Juanitas for my business because we're gonna. That's what we're gonna use to make our nachos. Oh, you're gonna have nachos too. Yeah, you can do I'm nachos totally and hot dogs, the red hots and filthy nachos. We're gonna call them grit city nachos. What what's in a grit city nacho? It's gonna be beanless chili, chili cheese, and uh, coleslaw. It's delicious. Interesting. That's yeah, the exact same thing they do with the red hot, but the red hot didn't invent it, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, that's why you call it grit city. It's a nod to them. It is. So, you know, seriously, thanks for backing us. Thanks for listening to us and supporting us, man. Like, really do appreciate it, buddy. Make sure you put your sticker somewhere inappropriate. (laughs) I'll put it in in all sorts of cool places. Send them out. (laughs) I'm doing uh, Cowboy next. Cowboy. Cowboy. How's it going, guys? Doing great, man. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us on these uh, weird nights and days. Wait, it's day. Never mind. Yes, one day we'll do this in person, and and Justin will buy you beer. I will. We'll have a party we'll with anyone who we'll wants to like that. hang out with us. We'll we'll announce it via Discord or maybe something. Dude, I cannot wait to do that. It's something I've been dying to do since 
since, since our Halloween, or remember our New Year's party? That's that what I was going to say, our New Year's Eve party. That man. was such a great time. Like, you guys put together a really good party. Yeah, back in the back in the before times. I know. We did. We did a couple of comedy shows that were badass, too. I don't know if it was us that made them badass, but they turned out all right. You guys, yeah, we could, like, I don't know, once party planning comes back, we can party and stuff. Yeah, I know a place that'll host. Nice, that's right. And it's out in Covington, so we can be loud yeah, and shit. Gotta, yeah, you got to go all the way out to Covington to do it, though. <laughs> the Grit City Podcast, we're, we're like the seasoning. So if there's already an event going on, and the Grit City Podcast shows up, it just makes it better. That's what we're good at. It's yeah. true. It's like the like good toppings on the hot dog. <laughs> the topping on the hot dog. Yeah, the nacho cheese. Yeah, the the red beans and rice on your hot dog. <laughs> the gumbo so, on your Eric hot dog. cowboy. Should we should ask if you guys got any questions for uh Chase? Nope. Well, I guess the big one is how to get into that business. Uh, as in writing about film. Yes, I would say just kind of start doing it. I had been doing it on just basically a blog for a while, um, kind of working at it as a as a craft, just as you would with anything else being able to kind of develop your own voice. That's what I would say, first of all. And then even just with me still sending emails to people, pitching them, doing freelance stuff wherever you can find it. It's not it's not going to be easy, but it's something that is, is worth it. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Nice. Anybody else? All right. i guess we covered it yeah we did yeah like seriously i think we're pretty good at this point like thanks everyone for listening and thanks everyone for hanging out chase seriously thank you for uh coming on and uh chilling out with uh chilling with us no thanks for having me i've been looking forward to it and was glad glad to to come on even if it was virtual yeah it's like once we get everything figured out and all of this and maybe i don't know whatever the future whenever it happens yeah (laughs) once we get that all figured out yeah someday but uh again thanks for uh, coming on go ahead and uh throw out the links on where people can find you and uh where they can find all of your stuff sure yeah i'm on twitter at at eclectic hutch at least for now until i get it my real one from another person but that's good for now (laughs) uh you can find all the writing stuff i do at uh hutchreviewstuff.com and podcast stuff uh scratch cinema that's it for me all right yeah thank you everyone for listening to us you can find all of our stuff again gritcitypodcast.com uh but you already know that probably right i don't know share share us like Find our posts on social media. Jeff's been awesome at doing the Instagram posts, so like those. Uh, retweet us whenever we do that, and like like our Facebook shit because I don't know algorithms and stuff are cool, right? Right. I don't sure. know. Yeah, but anyway, it makes me feel better when I see people like our shit, and then uh, <laughs> feel good. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys got any suggestions on man people, if uh, you know anything that. If you want to talk about virtually, uh, we got the Discord channel, or you can shoot us an email, info at gritcitypodcast.com. Um, but we're always talking on the uh, on the Grit City uh, on the Discord, so find all those links on uh, gritcitypodcast.com. And I guess until next time, guys, take gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.